when you see a homeless person on the side of the road, you know, they've got their sign and they say that they are in need, what do you do? Welcome to the Anxious Therapist Podcast. My name is Jacqueline and I am your host. I am a licensed clinician, coach, and I have anxiety and depression. I am here to bring you raw, real, relatable content to remind you we are never alone. And today's episode is no different. I've got a question for you and I can't wait to hear what you think. Are you ready? Let's do this. I'm honestly not even sure why this has been such a prevalent conversation in my world lately, but it has. It's come up a lot, and I kind of want to pose this question for you to do some silent reflection, or maybe we could even engage in a conversation in the DMs after you listen to this episode, because it occurred to me that every person looks at a person who is homeless differently. So in my experience, there are those people that say they look able-bodied to me. They could go out and get a job. I'm not giving them any of my hard-earned money. Okay, there's that kind of person. There's the kind of person who keeps granola bars and water bottles in their car and offers snacks and water to homeless people every time they see them. There's the kind of people who hand out change or money when they go by. There's the kind of people who say, if I knew for sure that they were actually homeless, then I would help them, but I don't want to support their drug or alcohol addiction. Um, And I'm sure there's a million and one other people, right? How you handle this, people who just ignore them altogether, whatever, okay? But in my experience, those are kind of the types of people that I've crossed paths with, paths with, people who feel strongly one way or the other, okay, about I'm not helping them because I don't know if they actually need it. And there was like this whole years ago news study that talked about like people in Houston, Texas can make up to like six figures by standing on a you know busy street corner and whatever. So that they weren't actually struggling was what the story was. And so there's scammers essentially. And so now I think, you know, a story like that, a news story that tells people those things, it makes them think like, well, if I give you five dollars, do you actually need it? What's it going toward? Or do you make more money than I do? And I have fallen into various of these categories throughout my adulthood, right? When I started to kind of form opinions about what might be going on. And so I've had the attitude of like, I work hard for my money. You need to get out there and work hard for yours. And that's not easy for me to admit because I no longer align with that. But that is where I was at one point. Um, I've been the person who has offered them money or snacks or, you know, food that I had in my car. I've been the person who's completely ignored them. You know, I, I've, I've fit into all of those categories myself. And now where I'm at in my life, based on experiences that I've had, my opinion has totally changed. And I've been trying to have this conversation with people 
to challenge our perspectives. But this is another one of those tricky situations where we have all got a different experience, right? We've all had different life experiences that have shaped the way we view these things. So if your parents or the people who raised you didn't believe in offering money or things of value where they said like, don't give the homeless people anything because they're just drug addicts and it enables them and, and you know, then they're just going to stay homeless. They need to go out and get a job or blah, blah, blah. If you had caregivers that said things like that, then you probably are like, no, you can't give them money because they'll just take it to the liquor store or they'll use it to buy drugs. Maybe you were raised by people who always carried, you know, a gallon Ziploc bag of you know, snack bars and things to give out to the homeless. And maybe you grew up in a place where there weren't homeless people. I don't know. Okay. But your experiences, you know, how you were raised and what the people that you looked up to growing up did is probably what you do or very similar. I think most people probably just ignore the homeless. Um, I know there's a lot of people who like pull up on a corner, see somebody with a sign and get uncomfortable. So they try not to make eye contact. They don't look over there. And I think it's this internal debate, this internal like struggle, this fight that we have with ourselves of like seeing someone in need and then us not doing anything about it. So we like look away to get rid of our guilt or we convince ourselves that they're just going to use it on drugs and alcohol so that we don't have to, you know, offer them a helping hand and all of these things. And so what really struck me was um, having a conversation with a young child over the last couple days as this occurred, not an extensive conversation by any means, but there was a homeless person and Some other people that I was with said, like, if I knew for sure that they were homeless, then I would help them. And some people said, no, I don't, I'm never giving them anything. I think they're scammers. They look perfectly abled to me and all this stuff. And then the child, like, piped in their comment. And I don't remember exactly what she said, but I said, like, we don't know that for sure. And she looked at me. And I said, did you know that a lot of my clients, and she knows I'm a therapist, I said, did you know that a lot of my clients used to be homeless at one time? And she's like, really? And I said, yeah. You know, it's not always what you think it is. Sometimes people are one decision or one unfortunate circumstance away from losing everything. Now, I'm super blessed with a family that would never allow me to be homeless. But if I weren't, and Derek and I lived in our home by ourselves and we had our cars and we, you know, did all the things, okay? If my businesses went under, if he lost his job, let's say during COVID, we could not have, if we didn't have support and, you know, if we needed it from family or whatever, if we didn't have any of that and and we had lost our jobs and my businesses went under, we would have lost our house. And what happens for 28-year-olds when you're able-bodied, but you can't pay your bills, okay? You file for bankruptcy. Then what, right? If we couldn't get back up on our feet, we could easily end up homeless. Now, we are super fortunate that our family would never let that happen, but a lot of people don't have that. And it's so easy for us to consider it. So the thing that changed for me was when I became a therapist and I 
saw because I think it's easy to look at someone on the street and go get a job fuck you're standing outside of McDonald's walk in there and put in a job application but one we have no idea what's going on with this person's mental health right we don't know if they can maintain a job okay if you have extensive trauma if you have high anxiety depression you know a personality disorder all kinds of things could contribute to cake so their mental health might not be in a spot where they could hold a job. What else do you need in order to have a job? You need to have an address. So if I'm homeless and I live in, you know, the small homeless community in the back alley downtown, I don't have an address where I can put it down for my checks to go to. Okay. I also don't have access to a shower. So I'm not able to hold a job because maybe something's going off my mental health. Maybe I don't have an address. Maybe I can't get clean to go to a job interview or, you know, all of these things that people don't consider. And it's a privilege thing. It's you've never had to endure life like that. So it's unfathomable for you. Like you cannot even imagine. And that's not your fault, right? We're all born into different lives and we all have different experiences. All I'm asking is let's challenge the narrative. We are so quick to assume the worst, but here's my perspective. If I have $5 or some snacks or clean water or something to offer to someone else in need, I am always going to take the opportunity to do that. That's important to me. Because at the end of the day, it's about the person that I am, who, who I'm setting an example for, what makes me feel good, right? How does helping others feel for me? Because I feel terrible every time I drive past a homeless person and have nothing to offer them. That makes me feel terrible because I know at the end of the day, even if I were struggling living paycheck to paycheck, I could probably spare $5 to get them you know, a meal from McDonald's or get them clean water or offer them the snacks that are already in my purse. There is something that I could do. That's my perspective because I know these people. These are the people that I work with in my private practice who had really great lives, who had a lot of going for them and then something happened and they ended up living on the streets. Okay, And maybe... Yes, maybe they are addicted to drugs or alcohol. Maybe that is what they're going to spend your $5 on. But that's really not your decision to make, in my opinion. That's not up to me what they do with it. What's up to me is living as my authentic self and in character with my values and morals. And my values and morals tell me that it is important to give back to others whenever we are able to. That if you see someone struggling, you help them without asking questions or knowing the reason why. Because if you stopped and talked to a homeless person on the corner and they, you heard their story, you would probably give them everything you could. You don't know if they're telling the truth or not, okay? But their story would probably move you in such a way that you would help them. It's not our job to judge other people. And this is where... I get really frustrated and passionate about this because I was that person and I've grown and evolved and challenged my own way of thinking, okay? So I'm not making any personal attacks on anybody, 
I am simply opening a discussion about this, right? But I think we need to challenge the way that we think about some of these things. The way we think about other people's situations and circumstances, because we are just making a snap judgment. Let's say even half of all homeless people aren't actually homeless, okay? The people on the corners with a sign asking for support, okay? Let's say even half of them are scammers and that's like their full-time job and they make six figures a year doing it, all right? Maybe they make $100,000 a year doing that. Is that your job to, to decide whether or not that they are worthy of it or they deserve your $5? No. It's not our job to be the judge of those things. It's our job to go, what's important to me? And what lessons do I want to pass on to the people who I am around, the people I interact with? Okay, if someone's riding in the car with me and I make a decision to do that, I might spark something in them to go, we don't know what's going on with them and it's really not our place to decide, but it's important to me to, if someone's asking for help, to give it to them. If a friend came to you and said, hey, I need five bucks, I'm not going to tell you what it's for, but I just really need five bucks, you'd go, oh my God, okay, yeah, here you go, in a blink of an eye. But for some reason, with a stranger, we're going to assume the worst, that they're manipulating us, that they're taking advantage of us. We're going to assume that they can hold a job and that's what they should be doing instead of asking me for my hard-earned money. This is the problem with our society right now, one of them is that we make these judgments about people. We assume that everyone else has access to all of the same resources and supports that all of us do. These people who I've worked with who are homeless, they didn't have a family to turn to, okay? Their family was in jail. They were addicts. They were dead. They lived in a different state. I mean, the stories are endless. Me, I would never be homeless, Never. That's never been a fear in my entire life. And I've lived paycheck to paycheck. I have struggled. But not having a roof over my head was never in question because I've always had parents and grandparents and aunts and uncles and cousins and family and friends who would have taken myself and my brother and all of my family in in a heartbeat if we needed it. Now, we were never that close to my knowledge, but it was never even a concern because if it had been close, we would have had the support we needed. Not everyone else has that, okay? There are runaways, there are orphans, there are so many circumstances than I could even ever cover in this one podcast episode. But this is all of life. This is everything we do. We are constantly looking at other people and making judgments about them. We are, and I'm, I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir here, Right? I'm sure a lot of us are on the same page because we are the mental health warriors. We get it, like chronic pain and trauma and things that impact our lives that make it difficult to hold jobs or you know, even make it to work every day. We get that, okay? We're living it. And so we're not going to judge those homeless people because any five things that could happen to us at any given point could lead us to that same exact destination, And we wouldn't want other people judging us. That's my perspective. That's my opinion. And it is the new way that I am challenging people who I'm with that, you know, we're in a car and they say, oh, look at that homeless person. What's his sign say? Oh my God. Well, he looks like he could hold a job to me. You can't see mental health. You have no idea. 
Now, I'm not a debater. I'm not an arguer. I'm not trying to convince anybody of anything. I have platforms where I use my voice to speak on topics like this. So I'll say my piece in those situations, but I'm never going to try and convince anyone of anything. I believe growth is something that you have to take on on your own and you have to be invested in your own growth for it to make a difference that I'm not going to change someone's opinion or help them, you know, decide to grow. You have to make that decision. You have to be listening to a podcast episode like this and go, oh my gosh, I've never thought of it that way. I'm going to make a more conscious effort to do A, B, and C, right? And that's what these safe spaces are about, where we can hold conversations like this, discuss intense topics, because we've created this space that allows for it, and I am forever grateful for that. So wherever you fall on the spectrum currently or where you have been in the past on a topic as simple as a homeless person, I would love to hear where you're at now or if this podcast episode resonates with you and challenged you to think about some things. Now, whether it be homeless people or some other topic, right? If you make snap judgments about any type of people, it might be time to start challenging those beliefs. Where did this come from for you? Do you only believe that way because your parents believed that way? Right? Do you only feel this way based on one life experience you had with someone who fit in that category and it was a negative experience? Challenge yourself to go, where does this thought come from and is it still relevant? Does it align with my morals and values? hope this was helpful. I've been sitting on this topic for a while now and I love that we can talk about anything under the sun in this space. It means the world to me. So thank you for holding safe space for me, for being open-minded to new discussions and new ways of thinking. I would love to hear your thoughts on this if I'm maybe alone in thinking these things or if you're here in this with me too. You guys are amazing and I can't wait to see you in the next episode.